Hi and a big thank you for your time on Lost in Labyrinth. Recently I read something that brought to effect a changed perspective. It is quite intriguing to me and I have often been surprised by how influences come from the most unlikely of places. In 2007 I read a masterpiece Freakonomics co-authored by economist Steve Levitt and New York Times journalist Stephen J Dubner. The book had me at the prologue. The book opens a discussion of surging crime rates in US for about 3 decades between 1960s to 1990s. Even the most pessimistic estimates stated that the crime rates would double. Everyone was scared. The Republicans and Democrats agreed alike that violent crimes are out of hand and the criminals are only getting younger. They tried everything in their power: better policing, reintroduction of capital punishment, boosting a strong economy, or demise of the crack epidemic to check this menace, but failed miserably. But in early 1990s, to everyone's amazement, somehow the numbers started dwindling. But what led to this unprecedented and wildly unexpected turnaround? A theory surfaced that was quirky but had great explanatory power. You see, the U.S. Supreme Court legalized abortion in all 50 states that led to a sharp decline in unwanted pregnancies. These abortions resulted in plunging numbers of uncared for, uneducated youth, which were more drawn to these criminal activities. Surprising, isn't it? but probable hell yeah in one of my previous episodes stamping lives i narrated how we are caught up in the circle of influence both receiving and imparting sharing my experiences as a parent we hindus observed janmashtami recently and it was on this occasion i read the following that changed my world view significantly while the battle of kurukshetra was at its peak Arjun and Karan were fighting each other ferociously. As the legend goes, the flurry of arrows were being exchanged and even the gods were witnessing this epic battle between the two warriors. Arjun would shoot his arrow and the impact was such that Karan's chariot would be pushed back by 25-30 feet. Karan was no less When he shot his arrow the chariot of Arjun would be pushed back too for about a couple of feet every time Karan's arrow hit Arjun's chariot Krishna would applaud Karan wholeheartedly not once in the whole battle he complimented Arjun for his performance puzzled at the end of the day Arjun asked oh lord i shot so many arrows that displaced Karan's chariot like a feather in the wind but not once you appreciated while when Karan moved my chariot only a little you showered him so generously with your praises Krishna smiled and replied dear Arjun remember your chariot is protected by Hanuman on the flag at the top you have me as the charioteer in the front and sheshnag at the wheels and yet 
when valiant karan would hit us the chariot would get inched away on the other hand karan is fighting audaciously on his own this made arjun realize he had to fight with the best of what he got it is said that after the battle of kurukshetra was over krishna refused to alight the chariot before arjun once krishna got off the chariot was up in flames and soon reduced to dust ever felt how sometimes your adversary influences your action and challenges you in a fashion that is very stimulating often we carry a negative emotion towards people we feel impugn us and yet they drive us to excel steve jobs and bill gates is the closest example i can think of they were starkly different personalities united in their love for technology their frenemy relationship time and again proved how your nemesis can be your biggest driving force jobs mentioned gates as someone with a bad taste who is not good in getting creative ideas and going in minor details whereas bill gates looked down upon steve jobs for being arrogant and his inability to do coding however their love for technology was so great that when apple was sinking it was funding from bill gates that caused apple to rebound Gates has been public with his remark that Steve Jobs is a visionary and really inspires him. The world of sports is replete with such examples. Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal are not only the closest of buddies but have great mutual admiration for one another. The couple have fought each other for 16 years on the ATP tour and are just one Grand Slam title apart on top of all-time list. Austrian racer Nikki Lauda and British F1 driver James Hunt is another glorious instance. So my dear listeners, I today share with you the most recent lesson into respecting our rivals. always keep an open mind when you are challenged and toil hard towards the victory without directing your contention to hatred always always keep your effort the center of your attention and not the person who you are challenging be honest in your appreciation a worthy opponent only amplifies your performance enabling you to learn and grow With the following parting thought, I wish you a positive outlook and a happy weekend. Of all torments, all the cares with which our lives are cursed, of all the plagues a lover bears, sure rivals are the worst. By partners in each other kind, afflictions easier grow. In love alone we hate to find companions of our woes goodbye